This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And drives that to center. Center fielder Apodaca going back back to the track, and it's over the wall! Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of the BYU Baseball team. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar baseball fans. Welcome to Louis Gisto Field on the campus of St. Mary's College in Moraga, California for a Thursday matinee as today the 13-9 BYU Cougars visit the 15-10 St. Mary's Gales in the first game of a three-game series. It's the last series BYU will play here as a member of the West Coast Conference. I'm your play-by-play presenter, Greg Grubel. BYU Baseball Operations Director Tuckett Slade is alongside. We'll hear from Tuckett in just a bit. But with first pitch just moments away, let's hear from BYU head coach Mike Littlewood in our lead-off interview presented by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. And today, Coach talks about the taking on a St. Mary's team that gave itself a shot in the arm by snapping a seven-game losing skid with a comeback win at Cal two days ago. Yeah, they really did. And Cal, we've, we've played at Cal a few times over the last uh, few years. And it's a tough place to play. They can play really dead, just like St. Mary's can. Hard to score runs, so it's interesting that they put up, put up that many runs, came from behind. It's got to give them some confidence. And you had a confidence-boosting midweek game yourselves. Yeah, I mean, we played really solid on Tuesday against Washington State. All three aspects, pitching, fielding, and timely hitting, we did those really well. And, and hopefully that gives us momentum to come into this week. And if we do those same things, we're going to have success this week. Jack Sterner faces a pitcher, Sam Bauer, who pitched well last year but hasn't seen any action yet this year. Yeah, this is his first outing. He's had an injury. He's probably on a pitch count, let's just say that, Um, because if you say he's not going to go five innings and the next thing he does, he goes five innings. But um, he's really good. I mean, he threw game two against us last year, did a good job. In fact, I think it was 2-0 for them through five, I believe. Um, So he does a really nice job. He's got good stuff. In fact, they've got a really good pitching staff. Saturday we see a Santa Santa Barbara transfer. So we're going to see three good starters. Lineup notes, uh, you give Brian Call his first start of the season. I, I just think we need a solid left-handed bat in the lineup. And I know, you know, I think we all understand what Brian's going to give us. He's going to give us a single possible double. And right now, we just we want quality at-bats. Um, so it's like him or Josh. Um, Josh, you're giving up the power part of it. Um, but I think, you know, on the other side of it, uh, Brian's going to put the ball in play just a little bit more. And I think at, that, at this stage in our season, trying to put, put together really covering for uh, Cole Gamble and, and Penny, Andrew Pintar, we're just, we've talked about it, we're just trying to find the right fit and the right, you know, what looks good, what feels good, and what gets results on the field. And hopefully today it's it. Because Brian's going in the two-hole, which is not an easy place to go, but, but it's something he's familiar with. He's been around. He's got a lot of college at-bats, and so I, I, I don't imagine it's going to be tough for him. And you're hoping to keep your good Thursday run going. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think the key to this is Jack Sterner. Um, he's been really solid. He's turned into a, he's turned into a true ace. Um, a guy who is going to go set the tone, pound the zone, has good stuff, calm demeanor, and just gets things off to a good start. And, and that's Jack Sterner for us this year. All right, Mike, great preview. We'll talk to you post-game. Sounds good, Greg. Thanks. That's Mike Littlewood. Time now for today's starting lineups, courtesy of Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. BYU and St. Mary's here today in Moraga. Before we get to our starting lineups, let's pause as we have our national anthem before today's game. Anthem. 
And now to those Big O Tires starting lineups. For the visitors today, the BYU Cougars leading off and playing left field. Number 10, Hayden Latham hitting second. The DH today getting his first start, Brian Call. Hitting third, the center fielder, number 6, Match McIntyre. Hitting cleanup, the right fielder, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Hitting fifth and playing first base, number 35, Jacob Wilk. Hitting sixth and the third, playing third base, number 25, Austin Deming. In the seventh hole, the shortstop is number 2, Brock Watkins. Hitting eighth, number 18, the catcher, Colin Reuter. Hitting in the nine hole, the second baseman, the left-handed bat of the freshman, Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie wears jersey number five. BYU starting pitcher today is Jack Sterner, jersey number 21 for the righty. St. Mary's Gales will lead off with the shortstop, number 13, Christopher Campos. Hitting second, the DH, number 20, Nathan Chong. Top 20 in batting average nationally is Chong. Playing first base, hitting third, number 23, Christian Almanza. The Utah transfer hitting fourth. The third baseman, number 33, Chris Santiago. Playing second base, hitting fifth, number 16, Gavin Napier. Hitting sixth, the right fielder, number two, Blake Mann. Hitting seventh, playing left field, number 41, Utah's own Trey Wingett. Hitting eighth, the center fielder, number 14, Dalton Mayshore. Mayshore, 15th in stolen bases per game nationally. In the nine hole, the, ni- the catcher, number 15, Mark Goulart. And the starting pitcher for the Gales, number 27, Sam Bauer. Bauer. 14 starts last year, but getting his first start of this year after dealing with some shoulder issues. So it's the first appearance for Bauer, jersey number 27. And last year he was 4-5 and five with a 3.43 ERA. Good time to bring in Tuckett Slade and Tuckett, the starter. BYU sees today uh, does have some national attention in Sam Bauer. Yes, he uh, he really does. His uh, velocity jumped this fall up to 96-97. And uh, we, we faced him last year in game two. So we're a little familiar with him, but uh, he was only about 91-92 last year. So Excited to see what he has today. Last year's home series was a BYU sweep, a second consecutive BYU home sweep over St. Mary's. COVID meant you didn't come here in 2020, so it was 2019 and 2021. Back-to-back home sweeps as BYU has won six in a row from St. Mary's. The officials to the umpires today at home plate is Tony Prater. Matthew Stelgis is at first base. Josh Gottlieb at second. And the third base umpire is Barney Navarro. BYU in the white pit in the uh, grays. St. Mary's in the white pinstripes as Hayden Latham steps into the batter's box to get this one underway here in Moraga. Greg Grubel, Tucka Slade with you on a warm, breezy day here in Moraga. High 60, 67 degrees at first pitch, and the wind blowing out to center, right center. And Latham will step in, and we are about to get underway. First pitch at 7 past the hour here in Moraga. That's high and outside for ball one on the first pitch thrown this season. From the right-hander, Sam Bauer. Bauer 6'4", 220. Good four-pitch mix and a fastball that was seen in the high 90s, mid to high 90s. That'll be called strike as Latham takes the first two. We're one and one to the first batter of the game, Hayden Latham. St. Mary's looking for its first conference win, having opened up with a back-to-back Sweeps at LMU and at San Diego. 0-6 in league. BYU coming in 2-4, and four, the 1-1. Just outside for ball two. Yeah, right now uh, Bauer is just cutting his fastball. Going glove side away from right-handers. Scoreboard's behind here. Now they've caught up to us. Two balls and a strike. The right glove on the left hand of the right-hander Sam Bauer. That's just a little high for ball three. Three balls and a strike to Hayden Latham. BYU coming in hitting 255. St. Mary's 306.
at batting average is uh, top 30, 27th nationally coming into today. And that's grounded foul down the third baseline. Count will go full on Hayden Latham. Three balls, two strikes to the first batter of the game. Hayden coming into today on a six-game streak of reaching safely. Right-hander in the box and right-hander on the hill. The batter's eye is a black screen in straightaway center. Give you dimensions momentarily. And that's going to be low and inside, and Hatham will take his base. Yeah, so lead runner on. Went to a change up there. First time he'd gone to it. Good take there by Hayden on full count. 330 down each line. 370 in the alleys, and 400 to straight away. As Hayden Latham is on first base. Base on balls to lead the game off. The left-handed bat of Brian Call. Coach wanted to get a lefty bat in there, and he'll go back-to-back -back lefties with Call and McIntyre. Brian getting his first start of the season, the DH today. And that's called strike. Top of the zone, strike one. No balls and a strike two, Brian Call. Well, Brian does a good job of hitting the ball the other way. That's one of his strengths. Got a base hit on Tuesday, hitting it that way. Mike telling me in pregame, not looking for a lot. He knows yeah. that Brian's a singles-doubles guy, and that's what he wants in this spot in the order. Cougars trying to piece it together without Andrew Pintar and Cole Gamble. And that's going to be low and in the dirt for ball one. So the news on Andrew Pintar is season-ending, of course. And Cole Gamble, the, the hope is four to six weeks, that is. And that's maybe best case, depending on what, you know some of the early prognostications yeah. there with, with Cole. So he's trying to hold it together till hopefully the month of May when you get him back just in time for a stretch run and tournament play. The 1-1 to Brian Cole. And that's high for ball two. Two and one to Brian. Brian playing in his third game. He's a one for four with a run scored in his first four at-bats. Last year got into 18 games with five starts. Again, back-to-back -back lefty bats forthcoming with the righty Sam Bauer on the hill. The 2-1 to Brian Call. And fouls it back out of play. Got a good the backstop and onto the roof of the Recreation complex right behind us here. Got a good pitch to hit there. Just a little tardy on it. This is a daytime stadium. No lighting. And they're in the midst of renovations to this area. The seating area will be expanded. Right now it's portable bleachers that occupies the attendees. And that's again fouled out of play. This time down the third base line. It'll bounce on the walk and off the tiled roof that tops the recreation complex behind us. And there's an outdoor pool that's also in play on foul balls. They, When there's swimmers in the pool, they sound the horn on a foul ball to yeah. that vicinity. 2-2. Two -two. The count even to Brian Call. The runner on first is Hayden Latham. The wind-up and delivery, and that's low. Good take. Full count, so he's gone full in his first two batters. Latham one for three on his stolen base tries. BYU 17 for 21 as a team. The Gales are active. 51 for 64 on stolen base like to attempts. Run. Big part of their game. Full count. No one out. One on. They'll check Latham at first. The swipe there from Almanza. Christian Almanza, he's the uh, Utah transfer at first base. Went from Utah to a Juco and then on to St. Mary's. Yeah, didn't play a ton at Utah. Leads the team in home runs. And RBI with 20. 
He mans first base where he, Hayden Latham takes his lead. Brian Call awaits the 3-2. Latham takes off, and that's fouled again behind the screen. And again, we'll bounce on the sidewalk and to the roof on the building behind us. We've already seen that roof come into play three times here in the first half inning. So Brian Call in the box. Hayden Latham takes his lead at first. The battery is Bauer and Goulart for St. Mary's today. Mark Goulart in the crouch as Brian Call waggles the bat over his left shoulder and awaits the full count delivery from Bauer. The wind-up and delivery. And that's my double him up. Got to get back. Hayden was on the move, and they do double him up. Off the fist. Yeah, that's the one thing you can't do if you're Brian Call. You've got to hit the ball on the ground there. You can't hit a weak pop-up in the infield that turns into a double play, and that's exactly what he did. So the pop-up caught by the third baseman with Hayden on the move. They double him off first, and just like that, two gone here in the top of the first inning. So Brian Call with the pop-up to third and the double-up of Hayden Latham. Mitch McIntyre steps into the batter's box. Well, the tough thing about that last pitch, it was ball four. He swung at the pitch above his hands, above his uh, shoulder, sorry, that would have been ball four. Just take that and be first and second, nobody. The 1-0, that's hit to center field. Center fielder Mayshore with a beat on it, and that's the third out in the top of the first inning. For BYU, no runs, no hits, no errors. There were no one left on base. We go bottom one in a scoreless game. BYU and St. Mary's on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, BYU let off the first with a base on balls to Hayden Latham. Brian Call then uh, popped one up off the fist. And with Latham on the move, third baseman doubled up Latham at first. So that was two gone. And then Mitch McIntyre flied out as three batters came to the plate for BYU in the top of the frame. We go to the bottom of the first, and Christopher Campos will lead off for St. Mary's. We're scoreless. He'll square and pull back and take strike one from Jack Sterner. Sterner, 2-1, and one, a 2.56 ERA. Leads BYU in innings pitch this year into his 32nd inning of work. Making his seventh start. That's a grounder chopped to Brock Watkins. Waits for it, collects and fires, and they get Campos at first. So one gone here in the bottom of the first inning. So a 6-3 ground out. Christopher Campos. Campos is St. Mary's hits leader. And is the 19th toughest batter to strike out nationally. Campos retired on the ground out. And Nathan Chong will step into the batter's box. Chong hitting 430, which is top 20 nationally. Fouled out of play, or to the screen, actually the high screen down the first base side. The DH, Chong, leads the Gales in batting average runs, doubles, triples, total bases, and slugging percentage in his top 15 nationally and on-base percentage. It's pretty impressive. Does it all. Right-handed bat, and that's dirted and skips through. The catcher and umpire to the backstop, and then rebounds to catcher Colin Reuter. All of that equates to a ball. One ball, one strike, and one out here in the bottom of the first. The kick and fire from Sterner. And again, foul to the screen. Yeah, Chongas has a really level swing. See why he puts the ball in play so effectively. Stays in his zone a long time. St. Mary's white pinstripe uniforms. The word St. Mary's arched across the chest. 
be low from Jack for ball two. The count even, 2-2 with one out and no one on here at the bottom of the first. Cougs have, Cougs have the word Cougars in block, lettering straight across their chest on the all-gray unis today. Both teams have navy caps, and that's a swinging strike and a strikeout. Jack Sterner gets Nathan Chong down on strikes, and really? BYU has two gone here at the bottom of the first. Really good slider right there, Greg. Good sideways tilt to that. Our vantage point is about 20 feet back of the backstop, ground level. We're kind of tucked amongst the fans and the scouts here today. But a nice cheer, a nice clear channel of vision between us and, and home plate. Little uh, offensive visit here. You're allowed one inning, so <laughs> some teams don't use one the whole season, and some yeah. use one every inning. And that was from the between the third base coach Max Shoop and the number three hitter Christian Almanza, the Utah transfer, the left-handed bat of Almanza against Jack Sterner. Two gone here at the bottom of the first. The first baseman, Christian Almanza. That's a rhythm thing right there. They're doing that. Two quick outs, trying to get Jack off his rhythm. Jack poised. His glove at his belt to wind up and delivery, and that's right down the middle, strike one, as called by Tony Prater. This nice, easy 92-mile-an-hour fastball right there. Winds up and delivers. That's a swinging strike, and Jack Scott Almanza right where he wants him now. No balls and two strikes with two gone here in the bottom of the first inning. Cougs will now shift. Deming will go over second base, so nobody's at third base right now. And it's a swinging strikeout. Nice pitch. And Christian Almanza, back-to-back -back Ks for Jack. Putting the K in Jack early as BYU Gets a 1-2-3 inning from the Gales in the bottom of the first. We go top two. No runs, no hits, no errors for St. Mary's. We go top two in a scoreless game on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ryan Sapiti leads off the top of the second for BYU. Swings and misses at the first offering from Sam Bauer. We're 0-0 through one. We're in sunny Moraga, California. Just a smattering of clouds on the horizon, but a pretty sunny and a breezy day in the East Bay. And that's two quick swinging strikes from Sapiti. BYU's right fielder playing in place of Cole Gamble in right field. Just coming right at him with fastballs right there. The righty Bauer on the hill and the righty Sapiti in the box. We'll ground that foul to the St. Mary's dugout. BYU's RBI leader, Ryan Sapiti with 23 on the year. BYU averaging about six runs a game, and St. Mary's averaging seven and a half per contest. The 0-2 stays alive as he fouls it back to the screen. Yeah, two fastballs, the first two pitches by him, and then two sliders fouled back. See when he comes here, 0-2 again. See if he'll try to elevate a fastball here. Bauer ahead of Sapedio, too. BYU's first batter here in the second. Wind up and delivery, and that's high, taken by Sapedi for ball one. 92 mile per hour. Fastball from Bauer. One ball, two strikes. Kick and fire from Bauer, and that's popped up. 
Third baseman coming in, catcher going to it, and third baseman will take it. And that's one gone here in the top of the second. Yeah, good fastball in on the hands there. Just jammed Sapiti for a weak fly ball in foul territory. Third baseman came in, making an easy play. So the Cougs have been jammed twice to third base here in the first couple innings. Jacob Wilk, BYU first baseman, hitting fifth. Will hit second in this inning. 0-0, top two, one on, and no one, uh, no one out, no one on for Jacob. Wilk has hits in three of his last five games played. Righty v. Righty here. That's inside for ball one. Pops out of the glove of catcher Mark Goulart. The U.S. flag and the St. Mary's flag on either side of the scoreboard in right center. Just kind of fluttering as the breeze vacillates in speed here early. That's fouled down the first baseline for strike one to Wilk. There's a parking lot right behind the There's a uh, lot of cars first base dugout. There are a lot of cars. Now, where are you yeah. today, Tuckett? I parked behind the fence way out there. <laughs> knows, I know this place. Yeah. Knows the surroundings. 1-1 one, one with one out. And that's low and inside for ball two from Bauer to Jacob Wilk. Yeah, buildings and vehicles yeah. all around us. Pretty tight quarters here. Two balls and one strike. One out, no one on. And Jacob will take and... Bauer doesn't get that call. It'll be three and one. Well, when Tony Prater's your umpire, you have to earn strikes. You're not going to get a wide zone here. He's going to be fair. It could be more on the hitter side. You've got to throw it over the wider. It's a ball. The three-one from Bauer. Ooh, right to my mic. Yeah. Hit my mic. The foul back to the backstop just popped off my field microphone. The chance of that happening again this series is extremely <laughs> minimal. <laughs> But it happened. I tucked it into the netting yep. there, and sure enough, the ball drills it. It's full count now, three and two. And that's striped over and over the head of the shortstop. So lined into left field. Base hit for Jacob Wilk. He reaches first and one gone and one on. Now in the top of the second, BYU's had a base runner in both innings. Hayden Latham walked to lead off the game. It was doubled off. And now Jacob Wilk with a one-out single to left. BYU's first hit of the game off of the right-hander Sam Bauer. It'll bring Austin Deming to the plate. Last three games, three hits, three runs, and two RBI for Dem. That's a good sign going forward. Hitting out of the six-hole, the third baseman Deming. Righty v. righty here with Wilk on first. And that's chopped foul through the batter's box, rolling toward the St. Mary's dugout. Sam Bauer working with the stirrup socks and the pants pulled up to the knees. Navy stirrup socks with the white pins today for St. Mary's. They're navy caps. Sharp red, white, and blue combo. 0-1 to Deming. One out, one on. Top two in a scoreless game. And a take low from Deming. Well, he hasn't been able to throw his breaking ball for a strike unless it was swung at. Hasn't been a called strike yet, so just sitting dead red right here looking for a fastball. First appearance of the year for the 6'4", 220-pound righty Sam Bauer. 1-1. And that's opposite Good field. Swing. Base hit to right. Holding its second will be Wilk. 
sharp shot from Dem, and that's... Yeah, and that's what we, we need Deming to do more of that right there, Greg. Just get the slider going away and just hit a hard one hopper through the four hole for a hard single. That's moving the runner to second. Jacob Wilkins second, Deming at first now. First and second for Brock Watkins, a guy you want to see up in this situation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the pitch count for Bauer today was about between 20 and 40, and he's at 31 yeah. now. So interesting to see uh, what they do here if he can't get these next two guys out. Brock slugging better than 500 right now, 507, and hitting 286 with runners in scoring position. He's got one in Wilk, and he'll swing and miss at that one. Took a, a hack for strike one. 0-1 with one out, two on for BYU. Brock is BYU's batting average leader. He steps into the box hitting 320. Right-handed bat of Watkins. With a righty on the hill. Bauer last year, a 3.43 ERA in 14 starts. 0-1, one out, two on. And that's grounded to the shortstop, to second for one. They do not get Brock at first. It'll be corners with two out. I don't think they would have got him even if he held on to that. Brock was running well down the line. So he'll reach on a fielder's choice Will Watkins. Deming will be erased on the 6-4. They wanted it to turn into a 6-4-3. It ends up being one out on the play. Wilk advancing. We always talk on the ground about, out. I always talk about those two-out RBIs, right? They're game changers, and you have a chance here in the second inning to get one right here. Colin so, finally got things going a little bit on Tuesday. Hopefully that was a good sign going into the weekend. And Colin Reuter, the catcher, will step in with runners on first and third, two out here in the top of the second of a scoreless game. So the Cougars' first chance at a timely hit. Goes begging. We'll see what Colin Reuter can do with runners on the corners. Again, Colin tends to make his hits count. Yes, he, he does. Yeah, he, he's only two for his last 24, but he has four RBI in that span. Three multi-RBI games for the freshman catcher. The 1-0. Foul to the backstop. Good swing there on the fastball. One ball, one strike, two out, and two on for BYU in the top of the second inning. Cougars have had base runners in both innings. And now they have runners on the corners with two out. Colin is hitting 087 right now with two out. Looking to boost that number and put the Cougars on the board here. Got the shortstop playing up the middle, and so there's a big six hole there if you just roll it into there. Get yourself a RBI. Colin can pull it that way. BYU will be in the lead. First and third for Colin. And Even that's better. under the glove of the third baseman to get into the left field corner. Wilk oh, yeah. will score. Rounding third and one. coming around is Watkins. The relay, the play at the plate, and Brock will awesome. score. And that is a two-out, two-RBI yes. double for Colin Reuter. Again, making his hits count. And yep. BYU takes the 2-0 lead here in the top of the second. And Greg, he got a hanging slider there and just hit it right past the third baseman's backhand all the way to the wall. Brock does a good job of running hard, and Coach Pratt sends him from third. Doesn't even have to slide at home for the second run of the inning. So Wilk scores and Watkins scores on the two-out double by Colin Reuter, and BYU takes the 2-0 lead. 
Two out here in the top of the second. Cougs have their two runs on three hits all here in the second. Ozzie Pratt out of the nine hole. Left-handed bat versus the right-handed Bauer. That's a swing and a miss from Ozzie for 0-1. Well, you might even see Ozzie try to lay down a two-out drag here to try to get Hayden up. Third baseman playing behind the bag, and so is the first baseman. We saw last week that bunt game in his game is really important. Good speed from BYU's second baseman today, and Ozzie Pratt getting another start at second. This is called a 20-second warning on the pitcher. Which is the worst, one of mm -hmm. the worst top three rules in college baseball. <laughs> Bowers up to 37 on the pitch count. He's 0-1 to Pratt. Pratt hitting with two out. And the man on second is Colin Reuter, who put himself there with a two-out double. Sharply hit out of the glove of the third baseman in the left field corner. So Reuter at second and Pratt in the box. BYU 2, St. Mary's no score square and a pullback and they ball one. So one and one to Pratt. BYU continuing its trend of starting strongly. BYU now 40 to 21 is the com combined score in the first two innings of games this year. One one with two out one on. The wind up and delivery from Bauer and pipes it in right down the middle for strike two. One ball and two strikes to Pratt. Well, got a batter with two strikes here. Put a ball in play here. Let your speed work. If you just chop one to shortstop, you'll get a hit by the way that he's playing up the middle. The one-two from Bauer to Pratt. The wind-up and delivery. Ozzie pops it up. Third baseman backing up. And in foul territory makes the catch for the third out in the top of the second. But for BYU, two runs on three hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. We go bottom two. BYU 2, St. Mary's 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom of the second inning here in Moraga, Chris Santiago leads off for the Gales. Jack Sterner on the hill and pipes in strike one. Called strike by Tony Prater. Next four games for BYU here tomorrow, here Saturday at Dixie Tuesday. Santa Clara starts a home series a week from today. That's low for ball one from Jack. Jack Sterner on the hill and working now with a 2-0 lead. Sterner facing Santiago. 12 pitches so far today for Jack. That's low for ball two. Two and one to Santiago, the third baseman. He's already handled three pop-ups in the first two yeah. innings for outs. <laughs> a lot of work right there. Two balls and a strike to Santiago. Foul to the backstop. Counts even with no one out and no one on. And BYU, as is so often the case, working with an early lead. That's uh, been a pretty good recipe for success. BYU 2, St. Mary's no score. Gale's looking to get off the schneid in the WCC. Good swing and a pitch. miss. That's a strikeout for Jack, and that's his third swinging strikeout, and that's three in a row. Three in a row, yeah. First two, uh, the last two hitters of the first inning, and the first now in the second, so three frontwards Ks for Jack Sterner back to back to back after getting a ground out to open the game. So it's four up, four down for St. Mary's so far as Gavin Napier 
will step in. Hitting out of the five hole, the second baseman, Napier. Well, Greg, uh, on Monday in Jack's bullpen, Coach Bradshaw and him were kind of working with the new a way to hold his slider because his thumb was positioned differently. And so far, he's got two strikeouts on his new grip of that slider. So, so far, so good. First pitch that Napier sees. He slices foul down the first baseline. It'll be a 1-1 count with one out. That ball one came in prior to that foul out. So, the 1-1. And that's a base hit up the middle. Good swing. It'll be the first hit of the game for St. Mary's. Single up the middle for Gavin Napier. He's at first base. First time uh, Gale has been on board today. And Blake Mann will hit. The right fielder Mann hitting out of the sixth hole is the third hitter in this inning. Jersey number two, Blake Mann with a runner on first. Four homers last year. Still looking for his first round tripper of this year. Blake Mann looks to the dugout. Get some last-minute instruction. St. Mary's in the white pinstriped uniforms with blue and red. BYU in the all-grays today. Navy caps for both teams. Jack Sterner out of the stretch. Napier at first. High for ball one from Jack. Well, great time for Jack to get his little 6-4-3 uh, ground ball that he likes to do. Son. Napier at first and Mann in the batter's box. Napier two for two, by the way, on a stolen base tries. They'll check him. A throw back to first. Gales have been picked off five times this year. And BYU's a good pickoff team with nine on the year. The 1-0 with one out and one on. Bottom two, BYU leads by two. Jack winds up. Run. That's a little off the fist pop up to I'll second base. To the bag, well, they beat him to the bag. Pratt uh, handles, almost. dives for the bag, and getting back safely in front of it. They could not quite double off Napier, but yeah. that little pop up off the fist in the infield and diving to it for the catch was Pratt, and then tried to get himself yeah. to first base to beat Napier back to the bag and just barely got back behind him. Yeah, Wilke at first also went for it in that hole there, and uh, Ozzie called him off, and I thought he had a chance. He should have tried to tag him instead of the bag, and he might have got him. Mm. But I, I think because he was so deep, he couldn't quite get that angle. But, hey, two outs, runner on first. Let's go get the hitter. So Napier stays at first. Man retired on the pop-up to second. And Trey Wingett, the left fielder and the left-handed batter, Wingett. And Jack delivers low ball one. Trey Wingett out of Washington, Utah, Desert Hills High School. Making just his third start and only his fifth game played this year. Wingett hitting 125 in limited attempts. Ooh. Oh, did they get Close. him? Yep. Yes, they sure did. did. That's pickoff number 10 of the year. <laughs> Jack Sterner fires and gets Napier leaning, and so a pickoff of Napier ends the inning. It'll be Wingett still in the batter's box when the uh, Gales next come to bat in the third, but after two, it's BYU two and St. Mary's no score for the Gales in the bottom of the second. No runs on a hit. There were no errors, and there was no one left on because he was picked off. We go top three, BYU two, St. Mary's no score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for St. Mary's is Ryan Wiltz. 
Coach Mike Littlewood and uh, Tuck, you both shared with me before the game that in his first start of the year, Bauer wasn't likely to go too long in this one. And as it was, he went 40 pitches through two innings, and Bauer is now out of the game. And the right-hander, Ryan Wiltz, replaces, and Wiltz made a couple of starts. This will be his 11th appearance, a 2.19 ERA. 2-0 was his record. He struck out 25 and walked 8. Has given up 22 hits in 24 and two-thirds innings. And the first hitter he will face is the top of the order for BYU. Hayden Latham hits here in the third, with BYU leading St. Mary's by a score of 2-0. Well, the leadoff usually has success against him. It's hitting 375 to lead off an inning against the Wilts this year. Batters are. Wilts kicks and fires, and that'll be top of the zone for ball one to Hayden Latham. I always love when pitchers look at uh, Tony Prater with a second look like, where was that pitch? <laughs> because it has to be right in a square. The 1-0, and that's looped just, oh, just foul, foul down just the foul. third base line. We stu I stood up out of my chair yeah. here at ground level to see if I could find it landing in fair territory. Alas, it's foul just by inches, I'd presume. It's just a curveball off the end of his bat. Off the bat, it looked fair, but it just kept yeah. hooking. Josh Gottlieb, the third base umpire in the vicinity. The umpire's changed from the rotation we gave you at the start. It's uh, Matthew Stelges at second, Barney Navarro at first, and Josh Gottlieb at third with Prater behind the plate. That one stayed the way we shared with you. 1-1 one, one the count. That's a breaking ball in for strike that's, two. That's his best pitch, too. You know, he's striking out a batter in inning pretty much. And uh, that's where it comes to, that big looping curveball. Out of the hand, you just think, oh, that's going to be a ball. And it just has so much break to it. The 1-2 to Latham. Comes back with a fastball and a swing and a strike. It'll be a strikeout for Hayden Latham, and the first out on the top of the third for BYU. Brian Call popped up to third in the first, started a double play for St. Mary's. They doubled Latham off first. Latham had reached on a game-opening walk, but he was erased on that DP. That began with the pop-up. So Brian hitting here in the third. His team's up 2-0. Two runs, three hits for BYU. No runs, one hit for St. Mary's. Ryan Wiltz kicks and fires and mm. catches the edge for strike one. Good pitcher's pitch right there. Well, Wiltz may have started the first game of the San Diego series last week at Fowler Park. Curveball, strike two. Goes yeah. back to it. Yeah, we all thought that he'd be starting today, and then we were kind of shocked. Yesterday when we got the news the Bauer was starting, but then now makes sense why. Trying to work him back from an injury. So 1-2. We'll see what Wiltz comes with here as he's ahead of call, and that's a swinging strike. Dropped, third strike, first base open, the throw two first, and that's two route officially. Yeah, comes in and punches both guys out, using all three pitches that he has. Fastball, curveball, and changeup. So back-to-back -back strikeouts for the... New pitcher for St. Mary's, Ryan Wiltz. He'll bring up Mitch McIntyre. McIntyre flew out to center in the first inning. Comes to bat here in the third inning with two out, no one on, and BYU up 2-0 on St. Mary's here in Moraga. BYU coming in 13-9, the Gales 15-10. A square and a pullback on a called strike one. 
As Wiltz is in an early groove. Yes, he is. Throwing a lot of strikes. Mitch hitting 289 on the year. Another breaking ball, another that's, strike. That's, that's a really swinging good. strike. Yeah. <laughs> breaking ball is really good. It's just such a loop on the yeah. it just falls off the table. Just does. 0 oh 2 with two out. So Wiltz has McIntyre where he wants him, the 0 2. It's a high fastball hit, hit to well. right field. It's going back well. and back to the track and off oh. the wall. McIntyre rounding second hard, going for third. The center fielder just, just now collects the ball. It'll be thrown in, and they'll hold McIntyre at third with a two-out triple. Yeah, that's the third time this year he's hit the top of the wall and <laughs> doesn't get a home run out of it. Uh, good swing right there on time to the fastball. Just missed a solo shot right there. Good swing, though. Mitch McIntyre with his third triple of the year, tying Brock Watkins in that category. So it's a two-out three-bagger for Mitch McIntyre. He is at third with Ryan Sapiti now coming to the plate. BYU's had base runners in every inning. And now McIntyre's at third with BYU's RBI leader stepping in. Ryan popped up to third base in the second. He hits now in the third with two out. BYU two, St. Mary's no score. And a step out by Sapiti. Oh, great time. This is where Ryan's made his hits count this year. Been a great two-out hitter. Triple by McIntyre, by the way. Extends his hit streak to six. Again, the curve in, strike one. All I can say is I'm really glad that I'm not hitting today because <laughs> that pitch is filthy. Steady diet since he's come yeah. in. The, non, the non-curve was the high fastball that McIntyre just yeah. tattooed to right center. The 0-1. Do it again. No balls and two strikes. Yet again ahead of a hitter is Ryan Wiltz out of the pen with authority. So Petey's got some work to do to bring McIntyre in. Mitch is at third base after a two-out triple, and now it's 0-2 to Sapiti. Just got a battle. McIntyre dancing off third. Wiltz. Goes fastball for strike for ball one. One ball, two strikes. It's just showing that high fastball because he throws his curveball out of that same arm slot there. Then trying to go back to his breaking ball here. One ball, two strikes, two out, one on. BYU leading 2-0. Sapiti holds the bat on his right shoulder. And that curveball doesn't drop it's down enough. It stays high, high enough in the zone high. to go to ball two. Wiltz was stepping off the hill, and he'll stay on for another pitch. At least two and two with two out. Just keep battling. Live to see another pitch. Benefit went your way. Now you go make a count here. Zapiti fell behind. 0-2. The count now even 2 and 2. Wilts out of the stretch. McIntyre on third. Zapiti in the box. Digs in. Wilts comes set. The kick and fire. And he goes under it. Swinging strikeout for Zapiti. Three strikeouts in the inning. And BYU's top of the third is done. All three outs via the strikeout. We go bottom three for BYU in the top of the third. No runs on one hit. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. BYU 2, St. Mary's 0. Bottom three next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jack Sterner facing Trey Wingett to lead off the St. Mary's bottom of the third. Ball one from Jack. 
Wingate was in the batter's box when the second inning ended, but runner was picked off first, bringing Wingate back into the box here in the third. And that's laced foul on the ground down the first baseline. One ball, one strike, no one out here in the bottom of the third. So BYU's faced the minimum number of batters to this point. Yep. That uh, foul ball ricocheted off the side wall and is now in play, so they're waiting for someone to grab it. And that someone was Cy Nielsen in the right field corner. The 1-1. Strike two on the swing and the miss from Winget. Left fielder Trey Winget, left-handed bat against the righty Jack Sterner. The 1-2 high for ball two. Yeah, good idea there. Try to go high fastball. The 2-2. Two -two. Fouled out of play. Stays 2-2. Two and two. Greg Grubel, Tuckett, Slade with your commentary tandem here in Moraga. First of three between BYU and St. Mary's. Coming your way from Louis Gisto Field. This non-lighted facility, meaning every game is a day game. Some sunshine baseball on this Thursday. And that's another strikeout for Jack Sterner on the swing and the miss from Wingett. So Wingett is down on strikes. And of the seven batters BYU has retired, four have been via the swinging strikeout. Four Ks for Jack. And one gone here in the top of the third, uh, bottom of the third inning. BYU two and St. Mary's no score. Dalton Mayshore will now hit the center fielder. Hitting in the eight-hole, jersey number 14, Mayshore. His dad, Damon, former big leader, is now the Anaheim Angels hitting coordinator. That'll be in the dirt for ball one. That'd be awesome to have a, a dad that works in an organization. You get to be a part of that and kind of use their facilities and do yeah. things like that. Long way from here, but uh, still pretty nice. Dalton Mayshore swings and misses. For strike one, one and one to Mayshore. Grandfather Clyde was a Montreal Expo from back in the day. Jack Sterner on the hill. We're in the bottom of the third. BYU a 2-0 lead. Sterner's given up one hit. Cougars have their two runs on four hits. Even count. And one out. Good and that's swing. a base hit. It will get down in front of Mitch McIntyre in right center. So a single for Mayshore. He is aboard with one gone here in the bottom of the third inning. Yeah, just stayed inside that fastball and hit right back up the middle. Nice swing. Coming in two today, uh, Tuckett, lefties were hitting 204 against Jack, and righties were hitting 338 oh, wow. against the right-handers. Yeah. That's a little counterintuitive. Yeah, that's usually. quite a gap. This Jack has such a good changeup this year, and that's why lefties have struggled against him. Here's a right-handed bat, belonging to Mark Goulart, the catcher, hitting out of the nine hole. He's got a runner on first. BYU goes back to first, and as they do so, Mayshore gets back safely. And the Cougars ended the second inning with their 10th pickoff of the year. Yeah, Mayshore is 15 for 16 on the year in stolen yes, bases. Yes, he is. And he's 15th nationally in stolen bases per game. Again, they'll throw back to first on Mayshore, diving back ahead of the throw, the swipe from Wilk. And Tucky, you had me look it up during the commercial break. BYU the entire season last year had five pickoffs. And here they are with 10 in 23 games. That was five in 50-plus games. So pretty impressive. Remarkable. And 
four of them belong to Bryce Robinson alone. That's a number up to Good Wilk decision. at first base. He'll handle it himself, and on the slow grounder, he'll touch first base, and two are gone. Advancing on the ground out is Mayshore to second base, so Goulart is retired on the unassisted put out by Jacob Wilk, and two are gone here in the bottom of the third. BYU's up 2 nothing. So, Greg, Wilk had to come forward to field that, and because of it, it made it a tough play to throw to second. If he makes that play to second, it has to be a perfect throw, and it's going to be a bang-bang play. If you don't get that out, now it's first and second with one out. So just take your out and say, hey, it's two outs, runners in scoring position. Let Jack go to work here. He'll go to work on Christopher Campos. First batter of the game was retired on a 6-3 ground out. He now hits with two out in the bottom of the third. BYU 2, St. Mary's no score. Mayshore is at second. And that's a mighty whiff there from Campos. Man, you look at Campos's his numbers with runners in scoring position, hitting 324. With two outs, he hits 300. With just runners on, he hits 296. A 396. That's pretty impressive. The hits leader for St. Mary's, Christopher Campos. Sooners got him 0-1. Jack out of the stretch, a glance back to second. And that's ripped hey, line into the glove of Austin Deming at third base. So line out for the Gales ends their third inning. So for St. Mary's in the bottom of the third, no runs on one hit. There were no errors. There was a runner left on base. We go to the top of the fourth, BYU 2, St. Mary's 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.